Great pleasure to welcome our next guest in, and that is Hugh Bowman. Good morning, Hugh. Richard, good morning. Ron, good morning. Um, busy time for you, quite clearly. I, I saw that the Hannon family, you wrote a winner down in Melbourne for, uh, for, for Bob and the Hannon family. Great, great people, and they would have been delighted with Rosetta, I would have thought. Oh, I think they were. That I, I know that um, Mr Hannon was his choice to go down to Melbourne. Chris had a really nice race identified for the Billy in Sydney on the Tuesday, I think, and I got the feeling after the race, Chris was pretty keen to run in Sydney, but um, no, I think they pulled the right rein. It's the horse with a pretty bright future, I think. I mean, we did have a nice running transit and had a nice draw, but it was a pretty dominant win. And well-bred too, actually. Yeah, very well-bred. Yeah. There's plenty of upside there. What's the story? Um, I'm reading overnight. You're going to Hong Kong. Going to Hong Kong, yes. It's been in the pipeline, not for a long time, only sort of a week or ten days. So look, we were, we've been invited over there on a short-term contract and after after some pretty swift discussions with Christine, we, we had a good think about it and thought it just might be a, a good time to do this and take the kids over and yeah, relocate for a short period of time and, um, yeah, just change it up a little bit mid-season and, yeah, give us give ourselves a new challenge, both personally and professionally, and see how we go. Yeah, beautiful. Um, just a, a club jockey licence? Yeah, I'll ride for, as a club jockey, freelance jockey, so there'll be no connection to any, or no formal connection to any stables, and... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was talking to Ben about earlier this morning. She she's nine in a couple of weeks, and she was about six months old when we were there last time. So um, it's amazing how quick time goes. But we did enjoy, enjoy our time there when we were there in 2014, and and it actually opened up some really good doors for me. Yeah. It gave me the opportunity to. Um, link up with John Moore, who we understand isn't there anymore training, but you know it led to picking up the ride on Werther, who the subsequent year was the best horse in Hong Kong. So yeah, exactly. Look, it's amazing what happens when you give yourself a chance with opportunities. And like I said, Christine and I had a good think about it, and for us as a family, we think it's a well. Well, there's nothing to lose. You know, no. at the end of the day, we're, we're not missing much here. I'll miss the Magic Millions, of course, but we'll be back in time for the Autumn Carnival. And we, we just thought the, the opportunity was there was a no-lose situation and there might be plenty of opportunities to, to gain from it. So we'll go over there and do our best. Yeah, it's probably the right three months, that November to February. When you did go over in two, 2014, was it a similar situation, the three-month contract? It was. It was a different time of year, though. It was the back end of the season. So we completed the Autumn Carnival in Sydney and went over for May, June, July, um, for memory. So, yeah, so it was a different time of year, but similar time frame. More Sundays in the first. You've won on her before, but she disappointed first up. Yeah, she did, but I think she'll be better for the run. Um Look, I would have preferred a bit of a better draw for her because she, you've just got to leave her alone and I'm going to be sort of subject to the speed being on with her, I guess. And, yeah, but if it is, if they go hard enough and I can get in a good rhythm, she she, she can turn it around because I, when I won on her, she was coming off a 
pretty poor run too. So uh, a horse I do know and prefer a better draw, but we'll deal with what we've got. Pale King looks a good ride for Team Hawks. He uh, found his form when he found the dry track the other day. Yes, he did. And I don't, just, although obviously I've had nothing to do with him, but geez, I like the way he just got in that good rhythm the other day. I know he's stepping up a little bit in distance here, but I can't see that being a problem just from watching the replay. There appears to be a, a nice bit of pace. A couple of scratchings might take the pace out a little bit, but I still think we can roll along at our leisure. Um, we, we won't be too far away. and okay, I, I think the horse looks well-placed again, personally. Mm. Mayfair Spirit, um, up in distance. Okay, first up in five weeks last time. Yes, and again, a horse I haven't had much to, to do with. And again, I think a better draw would have assisted here. I noticed Warwick Farm the other day didn't really get into a sweet rhythm, this horse, and still seemed to run pretty well. So I expect them to bowl along, though, so that might negate the white draw a little bit. A horse of Mark Newnham's like Ruffy, Moringa Ruffio, who, who does look a pretty nice horse itself, but it, it obviously likes to roll along and sort of break their hearts, and I think that style of race will suit my horse. Well, you've been touching on barriers all morning. Um, what about this one? Um, Barber. Uh, he's gone from Barrier 1 to a whole different situation in Barrier 16, but a nice horse, obviously. Well, I really, this horse caught my eye when he trialled uh, trialed at Warwick Farm. Behind, I rode a really lovely colt for the Coolmore Connection, trained by Chris Waller, and, who I was very impressed with, and this horse was hard held behind it. And I think Barrier 1 was had a lot to do with it winning the other day, in my opinion. I, I rode coincide, and you know, Blake just had to drop on me and both horses drew away from the opposition. It's a totally different kettle of fish, this. Um, there's going to be a lot more pressure here, in my opinion. Um, it is an awkward draw, but the pace, in, me looking at it, all the pace has sort of drawn around me, so that might be a good thing. But I, I haven't spoken to the stable yet to work out a plan, but I'd be expecting to... To probably go with coincide a little bit and and just see where we can see if we can find a spot um, somewhere behind the pace, but we're going to need luck for sure. Electric girls are a good dry tracker and just held up. May have just been costly the other day. I think so. In saying that, I do have a healthy opinion of the of the winner, um, Thomas Success. She's a good mare, but Electric Girl with clear running would have would have won. I think to be honest with you, and um, I think she'll appreciate the better surface today. It was a little bit sticky when she did get out. She, I still thought I was going to win, but she just couldn't get mobile on the rain-affected ground. But lovely draw today. Looks an ideal race for her, and I think she's my best ride. Um, some may argue Laura Vindices might, might be your best ride with Cox Plate form, and you know, the other two chances are 1,500 to 1,800, and um, some may prefer 2,000 back to 1,800 with him. Well, I had a couple of options in this race, and Laura Vindersby, for the reasons you just said, caught my eye. I just love riding horses coming back in class. And although Ellsberg's been really good winning the Epsom and even more dominant next start, 
has got the sleek draw, going to control. You know, he's going to get everything to go his own way. But I just can't get it out of my head that Laura of Indices is coming from what I what I call a pretty satisfactory performance in the Cox Plate. Mm. Uh, you saw the form Franklin Gold Trip won the Melbourne Cup, and uh, I think all I need to do here is find that nice spot and a nice rhythm. Um, he was unreal running second in the tour rack two starts ago. So the form's there. Uh, he's drawn awkwardly, and although I haven't ridden him much, I can see that he does want to... He, he's going to want cover, and he's going to need a sweet run at some point in the race. So sort of things I can't really control, but if they do, you know, if something goes my way, he, he should, on form, he should be too good for them. The Devil's Triangle Race 9, she sits off a good speed here and she's the finisher. Yes, she is, and I love riding for Matt Dale. He doesn't come to town too often, but when he does, he, he knows his horses and he places them well, and she's drawn a sweet marble, and, yeah, she'll be she'll be there late. And you finish with I Am Lethal. John's got confidence in him. He gets his blinkers back on today. Yes, he's going. He's flying. I know that, and he probably looked a bit disappointing the other day. But the race just didn't work out too well for him. I, I love the fact he's back on top of the ground. Um, good barrier. He'll, he'll just he'll be in behind the pace, and he's a, he's a very good ride. Thanks, Huey. I'm, I think we'll all, we'll all keep uh, watch, be watching you in Hong Kong and cheering you home. I appreciate that, Ron. Could, Thank uh, you. Could you beach isn't going anywhere either, Huey. Be still here when you get back. No, I'm looking at it now. I'm <laughs> going to miss it. But anyway, you have to look after it for me, Richard. Long away. Water's warm at the moment. Good luck to you, Hugh. Good luck Thanks, today. Guys. Thank you. Cheers.